Matthew chapter 5, starting in verse 27, says, You have heard it said that you shall not commit adultery. But I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go into hell. Woo! That's an encouraging verse, isn't it? Boy, you know, I have that idea about doing a Bible verse of the day calendar, but like with like really not encouraging Bible verses. This one might make, might make the list. Better to cut off your hand than to get thrown into hell. All right, ooh, wonder what tomorrow's is. <laughs> adultery is bad. That's how I started off our last short teaching. Murder is bad. Well, adultery is bad. By the way, most people agree on that. How do I know? Because if your friend's partner cheats on them, you're angry. That's how I know that adultery is bad. If your friend's husband has an affair, if your friend's wife steps out with another guy or another woman and is unfaithful, you are angry because we all agree that adultery is bad. It's interesting, though, kind of how we say that because we have this thing where we don't want to come to terms with the realities of sin. I know a guy who, Christian guy, and all of a sudden I just noticed like he is a very active person on social media. He posts about sports, makes jokes. Like he's, he's, he's the kind of like guy you like on social media. You know, you get so frustrated at social media, like, oh, but then this guy's keeping it light. It's funny. Even if he's posting something about your team, you know, sports related, but he's always, it's always kind of like lighthearted. And so you're like, oh man, I haven't seen this guy in a long time, but I'm going to keep being Facebook friends with him or keep following him on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, because he's, He's a good follow. And then he went radio silent. And after a couple months, I was like, where is that guy? I'm not, I mean, this thing just happened in the world of sports. I should see this, right? Where is this? Nothing. And I noticed, hey, he hasn't posted in like four months. And then like a week later, there's a photo of him on vacation with a woman who is very much not his wife. Huh. Now, I knew him through work, so I went and trolled his wife's Facebook because I, I, I wasn't Facebook friends with her. Oh, they just got divorced. Now, here's the thing. Adultery is bad, right? But we're inconsistent about it because we tell people to follow their heart. We tell people to just got to do what's right for you. But if you were friends with his wife... Is that what you'd be saying? Oh, he's just got to do what's right for him? Or would you be saying, what a bleep that he left his wife who sacrificed so much along the way to support him that he's abandoned his kids and he's taken off with this other gal. We have this idea that we, we don't want to come to terms with sin. We'll get into divorce next time. So if you're going, hey, wh what are you saying about divorce? Pause there. Come back tomorrow. There'll be a short teaching about divorce. But Jesus isn't just talking about 
physical, actual, you know, intercourse in an adulterous sense. Because he says, hey, if you've looked at a woman with lust in your heart, and I think it's fair to say if you as a woman have looked at a man with lust in your heart, that you've committed adultery. But we have this idea about fantasy. There is a rise in sexual violence in this country. But then we tell ourselves that our basically saying, oh, it's okay to consume or watch sexual violence, not just in pornography, but in our television shows, in our fiction, in our movies. Oh, that's no big deal because it's just fantasy. I don't believe that's true. I don't believe there is such a thing as just fantasy. We don't want to come to terms with our own sin. There is a consequence to sin. So then Jesus says it's better to gouge out your eye or cut off your hand. And you're like, whoa, I think he's using shocking language on purpose. Do I think that Jesus literally wants you to cut out your eye or your, cut off your hand? No. But that being said, I knew a guy who um, knew that this gal was after him. Married guy, a couple kids. This co-worker was being incredibly flirtatious, and he, he came to the church leaders. He said, you got to pray for me. I don't know what to do. And they said, can you transfer to a different? No, can't transfer. What can you do? And they said, are you willing to quit your job if you are so sure that you're going to break at some point and give in to this woman? Are you willing to quit your job to protect your marriage? And he said, no, I'm not. And literally within weeks of that conversation, he had left his family. It was heartbreaking. And I'm using mostly male examples just because of my, you know, friendship situations. I've known gals who have cheated too and left their husbands. So it's not like just, oh, this is just a guy thing. But we have this idea of like, what are you willing to cut off? I know a guy who has a flip phone and and all our friends make fun of him for it. I've never made fun of him once because I have a suspicion he has a flip phone for purity reasons. Uh, you know, I've talked about this before. I, every device in our house has uh, uh, monitoring software on it. Um, Angie and I, it, it's, it's actually inconvenient because of some of the things with te- uh, technology, but Angie and I have the same sh- search history. Like, there's all these things that we do to live in the light. And somebody, I, I talked about it a couple uh, months ago, and then somebody was like, why, why does Adam need filtering software? Because I don't want to look at bad stuff. And I'm a sinner just like everyone else. And my generation, you remember that scene in Saving Private Ryan where they're storming the beach and the boat ramp comes down and they're like, boom, 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 when the first like 10 people just fall straight down with gunfire? That was my generation because we were the first to get the internet. So we have to be guarded. I, I had a friend who literally took a hatchet to his internet router one night because he said, this has to stop. And what relationship are you going to cut out? You know, maybe, maybe you're, there's that, that guy at the gym or that guy at work or whatever that you're flirtatious with. And you know what? My husband's not uh, paying attention to me as much anymore, but, you know, this guy's paying me a lot of attention. You know, hey, there's this, uh, I like to look a little here. That's the idea of like cut it off. Get rid of it. Delete the app. Do what you have to do. Because there are disastrous consequences to this. And we live in a time where it's not just a, a risky magazine at a barber shop, or you have to go to that sketchy gas station to get it. Like, it's everywhere. What are we going to do to walk in the holiness of God?
Now, here's the, the great news, is that there is grace, and there's forgiveness, and there is joy in walking in the light. But here is the warning that Jesus gives, because he says, it is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go into hell. What is, is this going to send me to hell? No, 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 no. What I think Jesus is talking about here is two things. One is, maybe you're creating your own hell on earth, and so you go to heaven, yeah, you, you had an affair, it's not the end, uh, end of your life. God has forgiveness and grace, but you create your own misery here on earth. But I believe both the Bible and human experience show that there are people who know that God is true, who know that Jesus is real, who know that they are sinners, and yet they choose to walk in that sin, whether it's lust whether it's violence, whether it's substance abuse, whatever it is, they continue to walk in it and they know the truth, but they won't change. And maybe the reason that you have not fully committed your life to Jesus is because you continue to walk, in this case, in, in lust and seeking sexual gratification outside of God's design for sex. So the the challenge to us is to say to turn away from these evil things and fully surrender our lives to God. And the encouragement to us is even if and when we have fallen, Jesus forgives, and he doesn't just forgive, but he gives us power to overcome so that we can walk in holiness. So that some, I, can, I can grab my phone, I can hand it to somebody and say, check my search history. Man, there is a lot of nerdy stuff on there. Sure, there is so much guitar stuff on there. yes but I don't get nervous about it. That is freedom and joy. A much younger version of Adam would have been nervous. Adultery is bad. Adultery is far bigger than we would like to think it is. But Jesus gives us forgiveness and he gives us power to overcome. God bless you. If you have any questions, you can email adam at faithonhill.com. I touched on divorce. If you have questions about that, I'm going to talk about it tomorrow in our short teaching.